This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Hi, I'm Olivia Kuei. Welcome to the Live Weekend Picks podcast, where The Straits Times recommends lifestyle and food picks for the coming weekend in Singapore. Quick check-in with my colleagues at Life, two of Singapore's latest VTL countries, Finland and Sweden. And our travel correspondent, Clara Locke, is lucky enough to have been to both. And she's here to recommend some activities. So, Clara, let's start off with Finland. What are are some of the best things that one can do over there? For me in Finland, it was getting out of the city and heading into, you know, some of the smaller parts. Uh, So, I went to Rovaniemi, which is a small town in the north and it's on the cusp of the Arctic Circle. So if you go at this time of year or you're going for the holiday season, you'll see all these wintry landscapes. Like you can go husky sledding and get up close to these dogs that are so cute and so intelligent. And then you can also meet some reindeer and learn about these animals that are so integral to life in this part of the world. So I learned from reindeer herders about how All parts of the animal are used, like the skin is used for warmth. And then, of course, they eat the meat and then they turn the milk into cheese or butter. And then they use the antlers to make crafts like jewelry or knife handles. And it's just really fascinating to learn about this this animal because, you know, here in Singapore, we always see reindeer as kind of this magical creature, right? Like they pull Santa Claus sleigh and they're this fairy tale creature. And so to see them up close, to like pet them and hand feed them, it really felt like a dream come true. That and so interesting. Um, <laughs> and I think in um, yeah, and in Finland, you can go at any time of year. So I actually went in summer, and the experience is totally different from going during the Christmas season. Like the days are much longer. In fact, you experience the midnight sun where it doesn't get dark round the clock. And um, you go outside, it's lush and green and it's a completely different landscape. So, you know, I know people are, uh, I know some people are, th- are thinking about whether they should embark on VTL travel now. Some people would rather wait and see. So if you're planning a trip for 2022, you know, you can go in spring and summer and it will be a completely different experience, but still completely great. Right. So you've described a very interesting reindeer experience in Finland. But Clara, what are some of the most uh, unique things that I can do in neighbouring Sweden? So if you're going to Sweden, you'll be flying to Stockholm. And one really memorable place in Stockholm for me is Vasa Museum. So this is a museum that's built around a reconstructed 17th century warship. And this ship has a crazy story. So basically, it was the flagship of the Royal Swedish Navy and it was their pride and joy. So it set sail on its maiden voyage. But because the ship was not built well, the center of gravity was too high. Like a kilometer or so into the voyage, while it was still in Stockholm Harbour, there was a light gust of wind that came and it blew the ship and the ship toppled and it sank. Like it just went down. People died. Um, But because the waters in that part of the world are so cold and also because of the salinity, the ship was actually quite well preserved underwater and about three centuries later, it was dredged up and reconstructed. And today you can see that ship in this museum. Um, it's huge. You can, it's like over multiple stories and you can see how it was put back together. You can see how it was so well preserved and learn the stories of how the ship came to be and the people you know, surrounding this great, bizarre and catastrophic project. Um, but besides uh, the capital city, I think it's, it was also nice to get out of Stockholm and see some of the smaller cities. So I went to Malmo, which has a completely different vibe. It's a lot more laid back and it's, a, it's just a smaller city kind of vibe. 
And I went to the disgusting food museum there, which is this museum that curates, I guess, exotic food from around the world that people might find like disgusting. But it challenges the idea of what is disgusting because is this cultural? Is this something we learn? So you see how people eat bugs in Africa because the bugs are really high in protein and they are so plentiful. And then you learn about um, like really strong, super fermented, funky cheeses from various parts of Europe. And even century egg, which is like what we get in Singapore. And then at the end of the museum, you wind up at this tasting bar where you can sample various cuisines or delicacies from around the world. And if you're a foodie like me, then it's great because you get to try all this weird and funky stuff that you probably wouldn't order off a menu. So that was a really quirky museum. But I think what was memorable for me about that town or, or that city was just experiencing life, day-to-day life, like taking public transport and going to the supermarket and grocery store, just in a different environment from Singapore. And I think these are the elements that we miss about travel. So I hope in the months to come that more people will get to get out of the country and experience this for themselves. Well, I still haven't made any plans to travel on the VTLs yet. So for now, I'll stick to your travel stories. Clara, thank you so much for coming on the show. Famous seafood restaurant No Signboard Seafood is branching out with a self-service concept specializing in Shanghai pan-fried buns. The first outlet opened at North Point City in September and has been drawing a stream of customers. And who better to tell us more than Wong Ayok, the Straits Times' senior food correspondent. Welcome back to Life Picks Ayok. So what are your top recommendations? Okay, the restaurant is called No Signboard Shen Jian Bao. So obviously, Shen Jian Bao is its signature item. Uh, Shen Jian Bao, like you said just now, is uh, pan-fried buns, which are quite unusual. Uh, they come from the area around Shanghai, and the way they are prepared is they are pan-fried on a skillet. So the bottom part becomes crispy, but it's covered while it's being pan-fried. So the steam causes the top to be cooked. So on top is a steamed bun but below is crispy. So that's the unusual thing about it. And that's the thing you should order when you eat at uh, No Signboard Sun Tian Bao uh, because uh, the, the recipe there is really amazing. The dough is very soft and the, the, the main item is called Popping Juices Sun Tian Bao and it's called that because it's so juicy inside. So when you bite into the bun, you have to be careful that the juice doesn't spurt out. Uh, if you have eaten Xiaolong Bao, you'll know what I mean. So it's something like that. Uh, it's a minced pork filling, but uh, very, very juicy. So that's the thing you should order. And uh, this Sun Tian Bao also comes in different flavors. So there's a vegetarian version. And because it's no signboard, which is famous for its chili crab, they have a chili crab version too. So uh, they are, instead of minced pork, it's filled with chili crab which is yeah, wonderful if you don't want to like eat crabs because it dirties your hands because no shells, yeah, no fingers required. So that's the thing to order. Uh, if you like Xiaolong Pao, this eatery has Xiaolong Pao too, and they do it pretty well too. Uh, there's also Guotie, which is like a dumpling that's pan-fried. Uh, there's a, uh, another dim sum item that I like very much called deep-fried radish pastry. It's just uh, strips of pastry that's rolled and then deep-fried until it's crispy. Uh, but you have other dishes as well. So it's not just eating dumplings at this eatery. Uh, they have like cold dishes, uh, like cold shui ji, which is a spicy chicken uh, in, in, a, in a Sichuan style sauce. 
Uh, there's also drunken chicken if you don't like spicy food. So uh, lots to eat there and prices are very reasonable because it's self-service. Yeah, you make an order, then you wait until your number appears on the board, then you go and collect it. Very simple, uh, affordable and great food. Fantastic. Well, you've heard it from Ayok, affordable and a wide array of dishes to expect. Ayok, thank you so much for joining us today. You can find no signboard Sheng Tian Pao on the first floor of North Point City. Lots more in the Friday pages in tomorrow's paper. You can also visit straightstime.com for more news and our YouTube channel for more videos. Subscribe by hitting the red button below. I'm Olivia Kuei. See you tomorrow on The Big Story. That was an SBH podcast by The Straits Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast.sbh.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times, The Business Times and Money FM 89.3.